Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to Private Education, the Smart Sex and Relationships podcast. I, I've only inter- introduced myself maybe on two episodes, so I said I'd do it just to keep everyone in the loop. I'm Ashton Keenan and I am the host of this thing. Um, I have my beautiful guest today. I, okay, so the first thing I noticed when I sat down in front of my guest today was her hair because it is princess hair and I'm so jealous. And I look like an ingrown toenail today. <laughs> I do. I accidentally, um, I was saying to the gals before we started recording, I accidentally went to sleep last night without setting an alarm. And so I woke up like I had been dragged through several bushes backwards this morning and I, and I the day has just gotten off on the wrong foot. So Orla McConnell, welcome with Hello. your princess hair. This Thank is your you. first podcast. I know. How is, how is that even possible? I have no idea. Like, because you are the crack on Thanks. like your Instagram stories I'm addicted to like you're one of the people that I actually genuinely watch I don't just tap through because oh, thank you because be I tap there's through a lot, a lot of tap people. throughers yeah, yeah there's a lot yeah, of that's if they've made it past the mute button yeah. so I'm like yeah. <laughs> if they've been blessed enough yeah. to get yeah, past yeah, yeah, the yeah. mute yeah um so yeah you're you're essentially you're an a beauty influencer um and you live online a lot yes. you talk a lot online and um you've got a really big following and a really like engaged like they love you following I think yes like I wouldn't I wouldn't say I have a huge following but, but they're mad about but you. they they are like they're like very they're good stands. following yeah they're yeah, like yeah, yeah yeah they're like my ride or die yeah yeah yeah, yeah, they yeah, really, yeah they're, they're really fat. into everything like, you do and anything you recommend they're like I'm buying that literally someone the other day like messaged me and I was like so anyway have you moved home from Abu Dhabi <laughs> and she was like yeah like I moved home in January I was like great great to hear like I literally know everyone's you're like their therapist yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had someone offer to buy me something in pennies the other day so basically Stop. yeah I messaged a girl and I was like um I was like oh I love your top or whatever it was because you know and she was like listen I'm down in pennies I'll get you one if you want and I was like I I don't know where you live I don't know who you are I can't like I'm not going to transfer your money like I'm not going to meet up with you so yeah like it was lovely but it was really like oh I I we're (laughs) friends now like I accidentally avenged a friendship um so yeah it was it was sweet but I was a bit a bit terrified um so anyway Orla and I are going to talk about something that we have in common which is Getting back with an ex. We're going to talk about a, a couple of things, actually. We're going to talk touch on um, long distance relationships as well. Um, and also dating in the Middle East, which is an interesting mm. topic. I have never, spoiler alert, I've never dated in the Middle East. Well, technically I haven't either. I just, <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried. Maybe, maybe we won't touch on that. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to talk about um, the kind of main thing we, we found that we had in common was um, the topic of getting back with an ex after a long period of time. So for Orla, Orla, you explain a bit about your situation and then I'll tell my little mini story and then we'll talk about the kind of topic okay. as a whole. Now I, I'm pretty confident Jonathan won't even listen to this because he just cringes <laughs> at any social media things I do so I can actually hey, have free range. Um, so yeah I was going out with Jonathan for like two and a half years and then I moved to the Middle East so we broke up for five years so okay. we were together like two, two or three months when I was over there and then we broke up. Right. So we were broken up for around five years and then we got back together two and a half years ago. And was the breakup yeah. the first time and you're st- obviously still together? The first, no, so, that was actually our second breakup. Okay. Yeah. And and was that like a mutual, was that because Never you mutual. moved? Okay. Never <laughs> mutual. Okay. Okay, cool. Never mutual. He might say otherwise. Never. Never, Never mutual. Okay. <laughs> so when so you was moved, always... was it because you moved that you broke yeah, up? Yeah, I think so. But okay. to be honest, right? I think that if we hadn't broken up, we definitely wouldn't be back together now. 
Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. just we probably would have stayed together. We would have broken up. We never would have gotten back together. Yeah, I kind of feel like that you as know? well. So what happened with my now husband is we were together. We met when I was 16 and he was 17 mm. like something out of sound of music. And we actually met at uh, a Debs where I went with a friend of his. Okay. And we were we we were together. He asked me for my number. That was Beautiful. that's the first and last time that's ever happened in my life. <laughs> Uh, so I, I'm clinging on to it as a 16 year old. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm going to tell that I'm going to dine out on that until I'm on my gravestone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He asked me. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we got together like pretty quickly as 16 year olds do. And um, we were together until I think I was 19. He was 20 or maybe I was 20, just 20. He was 21. And we were, so about three years or so. And then um, we broke up. He wasn't great to me uh, because, mm-hmm. you know, 17, 18, 19 year old guys are dishes. So he was yeah. a bit of a, sh- yeah, he was yeah. just a bit of a shit. And it was, I I probably was as well. Looking back, I was probably like all the worst things a girl can be in a relationship. Yeah. I was expecting prob- and like clingy and, little, yeah, yeah, totally. You know, I was, I'm sure I was an, an absolute melt to, you know, yeah. use a Love Island term. Um, But we broke up anyway and um, not quite, not mutually really like, but it got to the stage where I actually broke up with him, but it was because he was acting the goat, you know? So yeah, yeah. I think, you know, that classic thing of like, the girl has to break up with the guy because he's been so awful to her. Yeah. You know that thing? So he probably did want to break up with me, but just was... Didn't have the balls, didn't have the balls, to, balls do to do it. So yeah. anyway, we broke up one way or the other. And we were, uh, we didn't see each other and we weren't together, I should say, um, for eight years or maybe nine years something like that and then we literally like got back in touch and I'd say being very honest within a week I knew we were gonna get married really yeah like I was just like I still I'm still mad about you but we were completely different people like we'd because we'd been apart for that whole time like that's kind of what you were getting at like we'd been apart for that whole time I had turned into the person that I am going to be pretty much for the rest yeah. of my life. Like I had matured. I'd been in other relationships. I'd lived with someone. I had gone through all sorts of different career things, blah, blah, blah. So I was the person with the values and the morals that I'm pretty much going to be for the rest of my life. Yeah. Give or take a few you fully midlife formed. crises. Yeah. And same same with him. And actually, someone else trained him in. Like he was with another yeah. girl and she put him through his paces for like five or six years and taught him like yeah, and how to be a boyfriend oh, this is amazing as well when he got back exactly with you. Yeah. yeah and so he was real like he was who he was going to be he now knew how to treat a woman or how to be in a relationship and I was kind of mature enough and I was okay in, in inverted commas on my own kind of yeah and when we got back together then it was just real like oh we still love each other so let's just get married so we did and now you know yeah. we are <laughs> but like we kind of had that thing when we got back together mm. It was like the conversation was like, well, if we're getting back together, we're getting married and this is it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're doing all these adult things yes. together. Yeah, and it was have that a, conversation. Yeah, yeah. Be- well, you see, so we because we were broken up for five years. I had another boyfriend. He had a girlfriend, and then when we ended up getting back together, he was living in Munich. Okay. So he only moved home last year. So mm. we were doing long distance for around a year and a half. Okay. Um. So basically like we were on the phone one night and it was just like okay well if we're gonna do this and we're gonna actually be serious about it well then these are all the things that we want and this is what's gonna happen and did you find with that kind of bit of age and maturity behind you that you were able to have that conversation more openly and more bravely and just ask for what you wanted and I literally was like I'm not taking any more shit anymore yeah like you can't break up with me three times yeah (laughs) like that's too far shame on you fill me twice (laughs) shame on me fill me three times there is there is no saying for three times (laughs) no so um so yeah yeah I think I was pretty much and as well like you know I I was like I'm obsessed with him you know what I mean like he's literally the love of my life yeah so like I had broken up with my my ex that I was seeing in between yes, Jonathan yeah yeah and I had broken up with him via Skype oh because he was he was living in Abu Dhabi so okay. to be fair like I wasn't gonna fly over to no no how selfish of you not to <laughs> yeah, fly yeah, to Abu Dhabi yeah. to do the breaking um, up <laughs> so I Skyped him which was very soon that's I think that's the first Skype breakup I've ever heard of that's yeah pretty, and actually now that I say tech. it out loud 
I've never really thought about it Look, before. It wasn't a post-it and that's fine. But you did I don't think we had WhatsApp calls and stuff. I actually think it yeah. was the only way I could have done it. Yeah. Apart yeah. from flying over, which let's be real, I wasn't going to do, do that. You're not going to do that now. Um, that's not really a holiday, is it? Like, no. Yeah. My, <laughs> do some shopping. Stay at the have airport. a bit of a breakup. Yeah, yeah. So I had I had broken up with him. Yeah. Like I was honestly, I was I was fine. Mm. You know. Like how how really many? How long had you been with? The, a year. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, that's like I mean, that's not insignificant. I mean, no. Time. But I think when you're living in Abu Dhabi, and especially mm. when you're cabin crew, same with like if you're in Dubai or whatever, mm-hmm. it's all such a false life. and you're really lonely even though you might have like a million people around you like I had like 12 friends like that we all lived together like I never had a day on my own but I was so lonely and I think you just kind of are looking for someone yeah to be there as like your little partner you know that's interesting that that false life thing is it because you're kind of you know that that's not where you're going to settle so you're kind of just playing pretend for a while oh yeah like everyone we used to always say like everyone who's over there is running away from something okay like you're just trying to figure out what it is more than likely when you're over there. Okay. Um, and so then you're too scared to come home because then you're going back to reality because really you figured nothing out and everything is the same back home. Yeah. You've just kind of pressed pause for, for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's just kind of this fake lonely world and you're just kind of looking for someone. And I think yeah. I was really upset because I'd broken up with Jonathan. And yeah. so when I got with him... I was out of my mind, like really, like there's no way in hell I would have gotten with them if I was Mm -hmm. living over here because I would have been in a different mental space. Yeah. And like that's, he was a nice guy, but it's, it just wasn't the truth. And so does that, is that why breaking up with him via Skype was easier? Like breaking up with him in general was just because you knew. I think breaking up in general would have been okay. Yeah. Because I knew it wasn't going to work. And I think he probably knew as well. Okay. Because neither of us were going to settle in Abu Dhabi you know yeah fair like where are you going to move yeah. to and, and he was from London is that from London okay but family in Belgium and oh, it was just a big okay so he was international and you were like yeah. I want to go home to Ireland at some yeah. point yeah yeah like one time he was like let's do a quiz to see where we'll live and like I got Dublin <laughs> and I was <laughs> oh like oh, I love that yeah yeah I that's I haven't taken that quiz cities. but I know that my answer <laughs> yeah. would be Dublin I just yeah. know that yeah so like when I had broken up with him literally two days later I was in town okay and I was going for the bus and I saw Jonathan. And I hadn't seen Jonathan since he'd broken up with me. And Did it was your like heart fall out your years. eyes? Oh my God, I nearly shit myself. Yeah. Like, honestly, <laughs> it was like, it was one of those moments where I was like, I'm going to vomit. Yeah. But also shit myself. Yeah. At the same time. I need both a toilet and a sink. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of locked eyes okay. and I just turned around and ran into Carol's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but I did this one of those is so mad. I think we might have lived the same life because <laughs> I had a moment like that in Swords Pavilions and I ran into Carrick Dunn <laughs> like the, the shops you which is basically you know and <laughs> and the the most awkward thing was I had just been at Bikram Yoga oh stop yeah yeah I had so I had to go into Carrick Dunn and pretend to shop for Newbridge Silverware I had yeah, to yeah, I had yeah. no choice yeah Oh, but the, the look on my face was like, oh shit, I forgot the milk. <laughs> but I went into, <laughs> into Carol's. Carol's. Oh shit, I forgot some, you know. Yeah, oh my green. god, I forgot the Guinness magnet. I forgot lots of like, green <laughs> shit that I, I forgot yeah. my iron jumper. And I just ran in. And then I was just walking around like, this is the lowest point of my life. This has to be the lowest point of my life. And then I was like, no, just get the bus. Mm. Just get the bus. So I got on. And I sat down the very back with my head down. And as I looked up, he was on the stairs oh, of the bus, kind of looking gosh. down, trying to see if it was me. I was like, have some respect here. Please. I'm clearly touching I've you. just left Carol's. I'm having an yeah, yeah. patriotic experience here. And I came home and I couldn't even finish the sentence without bawling, crying to my oh mum. I was like, I just saw Jonathan. And like two days before, I'd broken up with Mo and I hadn't even shed a tear. Oh. God. So that's when I that's was like, indicator. I'm, I'm yeah, screwed. that's that's a, that's an alarm, isn't it? Like that's yeah. Oh, you actually really, really yeah. nervous. Yeah, person. I'm not gonna get over this anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah. And like I looking back now on on me getting back with my ex, who's now my husband. I feel weird calling him my ex. He's yeah. not. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's my husband. But <laughs> always but, refer to him as your ex. From yeah, now. <laughs> like I should. Out or, for dinner. This is my ex. I, I uh, accidentally. I think I said this before. I accidentally called him my current husband once. <laughs> Stop. On live radio. I was on, I was doing an interview on Spain and I was like, yeah, my, uh, my current husband said blah, blah, blah. And Claire was like, your, your current husband. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh my God, I didn't even say that as a joke. Like, yeah. That actually <laughs> yeah. came out, came of, out of my mouth. So yeah, he wasn't happy needless to say. But yeah, I think the thing with um, getting back with him was like, 
my friends I, I didn't realize this but over the course of the eight years or whatever it was that we were broken up my friends would say now t- they tell me now they didn't tell me at the time the assholes but they say now that the whole time anytime we'd have a conversation about men sex boys whatever the yeah topic was our past our future whatever I would always find a way to segue him into the conversation I would always find a way of saying well he did this and blah 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 did this and and, you know and I would always find a way to talk about him and I'd always talk about him with fondness and with like kind of I, I feel like he was always on the tip of my tongue so I think when you saw Jonathan yeah you were just like there's my past present future and yeah. the tears just came like it was just like a a moment like. and when you're caught off guard as well you're just god, so yeah. like oh my god and it had been like two and a half years since I'd yeah literally and had seen you him. had you spoken to him in that time no no I have to say for the five years that we weren't together we didn't really speak okay um and I think maybe because I think when you're hurt in relationships, you kind of pride yourself in the fact that you're not speaking to them. Like you yes. hold all the cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. really like, no. you fucking don't. Like, yeah, no. You know, he had a girlfriend and he was grand. I'm like, but I'm not talking to you. <laughs> and, yeah. and yet <laughs> like, he's like just blissfully so, living his life. Like, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we didn't, we didn't really speak. Um, and I think the minute we did start speaking, we just got back together. Actually, okay. when, so we had met in the pub on Stephen's night okay now he says this is after the bus incident yeah this is another two and a half years after did he come near you after the bus or on the bus no, no. he could see that I was dodging him I've okay. never actually said this to him ever really? we don't really talk about the breakup okay it's kind of yeah, like an unsaid bit, you don't want to talk yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well yeah. sometimes we do but like it's all, like obviously we talk about things in between it but we don't mm. talk about I don't want to know what he got up to. He doesn't want to know what I got up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, But again, like I did have that goss column, so he probably did find out a few bits. Some stuff. But you know, like the poor thing, like I wouldn't want him to have had a column. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. And you know, it's funny because I I think I said this to Laura Cunningham, um, a previous guest and my pal. um, When we got back together, I wanted to know every ex. Yeah, I want, not not everything as in like, you know, positions and yeah, holes yeah. and you know not that kind of thing, everything but I wanted to know who he's with um how long they were together was it like a three months relationship did they you know were they considering moving in together were they considering oh, buying a house brave. like I wanted to know those things I wanted to kind of know the logistics of the last few years and he wanted to know zip like he yeah. was like never guys don't want to know no he was like never refer to it never talk to me about so even now like because I was with my ex my other ex I suppose for um probably around five years in total and it was we had a bit of a break in the middle but um like I have a lot of life experience with him like I lived we moved in together we lived I lived in a different county with him like I had you know Mm -hmm. we had got a life essentially and I was going through a lot of professional stuff at that time and, you know, changing jobs and moving up in my career and stuff. And like, so a lot of my memories from around that time do involve him in an, in an indirect way. But now, like, if I mention my ex, like, I, I'm real, not that I'm scared, like I'm not, but I'm just yeah. real apprehensive to ever mm-hmm. talk about him because I know he just, you don't want to upset him. No. And you don't want to, yeah. He just yeah. doesn't want to hear about it. Like, yeah. he just wants to think that for those eight years I sat at home you know bawling not even he doesn't he doesn't even want me to have mourned him I yeah. think he just wants me to have not had any sort of um external existence yeah. kind of him. like your parents you just don't have sex oh 100 that's, 100%. It. that's yeah. it yeah, yeah he yeah, kind of yeah. just he kind of just wants to imagine yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 um and I mean in a way I do too but the the depraved part of me wanted to know everything details yeah 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 and did you when like would you have seen his friends and stuff when you were broken up and would no. you have been no 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 because we didn't have um he had his friends I had my friends and yes we got along with each other's each other's friends yeah but we didn't share a lot of friends right okay as in when we broke up when we were young he had his friends I had my friends and yeah we like I used to see his pals and we'd go and do things and like double dates and whatever yeah but I we weren't independently friends if you yeah. get me so it so all when, ended when well, yeah we the went relationship ended, did yeah. you have mutual friends that you had to kind of um you got information from and stuff or kind of like okay. I, I had like a friend that was dating one of his friends and that mm. sort of stuff but we wouldn't have really 
we wouldn't have really kind of bumped into each other. Mm-hmm. But then saying that as well, like I was in Abu Dhabi for two years. Yeah. So I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have really seen them. But, but I would have avoided them like the plague. Okay, Like right. I am, um, th- this is probably the worst thing I've ever done in my life. It's the most cringe thing ever. Okay, tell me. So you know how on Facebook you can do like groups. Yeah. But you know how you can do like on, I don't even know if you can do it anymore because I've never tried it since this. On your statuses, you yeah. used to be able to make groups. So you could have like a status that you wouldn't... You only showed certain people. Yeah, like, so yeah. you could say hide from this group. Yes, yeah. So I made a group so that they couldn't see my statuses. They couldn't see like things going on, like yeah. my photos, whatever. I yeah. just didn't want, I just didn't want them to see. I think I was being probably petty because like, no, but why you does were, it matter you, if they could see, you know? Yeah, but you just, but, I know what you mean. Because I, I actually can still do that on Facebook because I have two or three you? people. So I have... I think you select friends accept and right. then you even though you're still friends with them you can make a list of people so, that you don't want to see your your So stuff. what I did was I mm. created an actual group called Dread and they all got invited <laughs> to it. <gasps> all of them. Yeah. And I didn't realize for like 2 hours. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Orla McConnell has invited you to Dread. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just all of their friends. Oh my yeah. god! I just deleted it and just never, never acknowledged it. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and has, so anyone, worst thing. has anyone asked you about it since? No, no one ever said it oh to me. Oh my god, that is the funniest. Yeah, it was thing the worst. Th- like when I say, you know, when you realize oh, something and your yeah. your stomach yeah, yeah, yeah. drops. Yeah, yeah. I've had that experience when I, um, you know, that thing of like. You, when someone says something absolutely salty to you in WhatsApp, you immediately screen grab it and send it to your best mate. Yeah. I sent it to them. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I sent it's it. It's the worst. I literally, they sent the message. It, I instantly screen grabbed it and replied to them with the exact <laughs> screen grab. Just in case you forgot said. what you just said to me. And I did. <laughs> so she said I did that. I was like, I was like, see this message? This is uncalled for. <laughs> And I, I stuck Not to that. Not like see above. No. no like, <laughs> just screenshot. See this? <laughs> oh my God. Like, oh my God. The embarrassment. As Holly Shortall would say, the scarlet jumped out. Oh my I God. I was that horrified for myself. Real. And I just owned it. I was just like, see you this message to. you just sent me? That is unacceptable. I will not be spoken to like this. And they were like, <laughs> I'm sure they were like, okay. They either immediately cottoned on to what, I, what or happened they thought or they thought I was. Insane. Yeah, they were like on the phone to John of God's getting me signed in. Like, oh, oh my they, God. Yeah, I was so embarrassed. That's um, amazing. So yeah, we've all been there. We've all done an equivalent of sending dread oh to all God. our exes friends. Honestly. That's so yeah, brilliant. And me. also, yeah, I would want to die. Um, so yeah, um, we, we the the kind of should you shouldn't you get back with an ex thing? Obviously, we're both like yeah, yeah great. do it, <laughs> yeah. But I have to put that with an addendum because I do think the reason that my getting back with an ex worked, and I feel like it's similar for you, is that there was a big enough gap, um, and there wasn't any catastrophic event before the gap. Yeah. So like had my now husband previous ex cheated on me or done something completely against my moral code or whatever mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to get back with him because the trust just wouldn't have been there yeah whereas when we broke up yeah he was a bit of a shit but so was I and it was all just yeah. very juvenile and like so many years had passed that I feel like we'd grown up enough and yeah you know so I do think that getting back with an ex when you've broken up because of some kind of major break of trust, I think that is a bit of a If he had cheated on me, there's absolutely no way in hell. There you go. So No way in hell that we would. And even when we got back together, mm. I was like, if I find out that you had cheated on me back then, I'll break up with you now. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, because it's a different relationship, but it's still... Still, still counts. Yeah, Yeah, still counts. And so do you think that to in order to like get back with your ex the trust needs to be intact yeah 100 percent. because what's the point otherwise yeah you're just going back into it like you know when I got back with them I was 27 Mm -hmm. but like I would have been going back into a relationship as like a 17 year old paranoid like wondering what he's doing yeah he was living in a different country so like can you imagine how insane you'd be you have Mm -hmm. to have the trust because 
and the same vice versa yeah you know like because otherwise yeah you just you turn into a person that is mental and mental. you don't and the, and the person you don't want yourself yeah. to have to be the amount of girls that like me and my friends say now we're like god remember growing up and we used to think so-and-so was insane and so-and-so was insane we were like of course she was fucking insane yeah because he gave her all the reasons to be insane yeah this guy was messing around left right and center like you know yeah of course yeah. you're gonna go mental and that, over that. that's like old trope of like women are crazy or like you know bitches be grey or whatever like we're mad sometimes because they turn us mad yeah like you know our boyfriends girlfriends whatever if there's you know impropriety or if there's a you know any cheating or any kind of like you know you're wondering where they are if they've done something to break your trust of course you're going to yeah question things of course you're going to be trying to rifle through messages of course you mm-hmm. know you're because you just feel so insecure yeah and I think that you know if that has been your experience in a relationship and then you break up for whatever reason and then soon after or a couple of years later you get back together you have to be so sure mm-hmm. that you can trust that person again like as in to your core yeah I don't know anyone that's gotten back together after something like that I mean, I do, but I, I, do. I do. I, and I, I know actually a good few people who've gotten back together, but I don't know anyone who's gotten back together and is happy. Yeah. Which, to me, why, why bother? Why bother? If you're not happy. Yeah. If you're not secure, why be with that person? Yeah. And you know the way you were saying, like, you're obsessed with your, your boyfriend. Like, yeah. I'm obsessed with my husband. We're, you know, I know a lot of girls who have that obsession, but it's, not paired with honesty and trust yeah so what that does is that keeps them in a relationship that is toxic for them and that is yeah. not built on trust and it's not built on a, a solid foundation if you like and so therefore as much as they try to play down and as much as they might try and say oh no I do I completely trust him mm-hmm. they're like on his fr- Facebook on, on his Instagram who's that yeah. Where's that? who's that message and from that is, why did she like your message that's the worst thing oh you God. can do it is the most self-destructive thing you yeah. can do ever mm-hmm. like the one thing I can say that I've learned from breakups is mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today I kind of know how to deal with situations now. Like, I would just never go on their social media, ever. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it to myself because you're literally going on it to find something to cry over. And you will. You, you will never go on and find something and go, fuck yeah. Never. <laughs> no, 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 Never. No, no. You're just going to bawl your eyes yeah, out crying. Yeah. You will find something. If yeah. you go on there looking for something to find, you'll find you'll it. You'll find something. Yeah, you'll make something that's yeah. not there yet. There's just no point. And it's so self-destructive. But people do it all the time. Like, I used to do it. But, like, after a while, I just learned, like, there is literally no good coming from this. Mm -hmm. You just have to sit back. And whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You looking at their photo and not liking it isn't going to stop them from going out and getting the ride next week. So And also, you've no control over what everyone else in the world does. Yeah. So, like, you going onto their Instagram and going, oh, my God, a really hot girl just liked my boyfriend's post. Yeah. That's not, he didn't do that. He didn't request that like, you know. Yeah. You can't control that. That's not necessarily their fault. Obviously, if they're sliding into their DMs, that's their fault. But you don't like, know if what they will are be, and... will be. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can't. Yeah. And and I think as well, like, how many feckin' social media platforms is there now? Like, there's, there's a messaging kind of function mm-hmm. on everything isn't there yeah so whether it's a completely innocuous like i don't know some kind of app for like the telly or whatever linkedin like, people LinkedIn, are there messaging LinkedIn. Like, 
keeps please me. this is a business platform yeah. get <laughs> yeah. off yeah. like stop sliding into my you know what yeah I mean? but like there's so many social media platforms there's there's instagram there's uh twitter there's snapchat there's um you know instagram stories there's all of these like there's so many and not to even get into like dating apps because yeah. obviously in your, if you're in a relationship being on a dating app not ideal but like there's so many social media platforms that like essentially to monitor if you were going down that road like mm-hmm. if I was to go down the road of monitoring what my husband did online I would that, that would be my full-time job full-time job I would Absolutely. be doing a 60 hour a week like oh 100% and, and, and vice versa yeah. like I you know through the course of my job I get so many messages like I get messages from guys into that private education um Instagram yeah. the whole time being like talk to me about this thing I had this problem with my girlfriend or whatever and yeah. like if my, my husband was to go in there and be like why is that man asking you for advice on on giving oral sex to his girlfriend <laughs> do you know what I mean I'm sure yeah. there'd probably be problems yeah but like you know you just have to tr- we just have trust mm-hmm. we just trust each other and as as kind of simple as that sounds I think it's missing from a lot of relationships that totally. have you know those kind of go back with your ex relationships I think yeah. The, the trust can be missing and if it is I think really look at it but if you do if you do still have the trust if you do feel like you are at a stage where you've both matured you've kind of grown up yeah. you've got you know I think a lot of people just need that yeah I think it's all about timing yeah like one of my best friends like she broke up with her boyfriend for like a year or something they just got married yeah I think some people just need it and yeah you know definitely for for me I had just moved to Abu Dhabi and like 100% it was the best thing he had ever done I mm. never would have broken up with him but I definitely think we probably were at a point where we needed to break up and if I hadn't had him to break up with me mm. I would have gone home I wouldn't have lasted more than six months I would have done the six months because I had to with yeah. the contract yeah. and then I would have gone home but instead I was there for two years I made the best friends ever I experienced so much I'm a totally different person from being over there mm-hmm. And even just experiencing heartbreak, I think everybody should. Yeah. Oh because yeah. Because totally. You don't want your first heartbreak to be like a proper grieving no. situation of no. something else. Yeah. I think it is better for it to be from like a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. Totally. Yeah. And I think like yeah, everyone like you need to have a heartbreak happen to you or or you know a heartbreak to occur to know that you'll be okay. Yeah. After it, in a weird way. You are. Yeah. And like to appreciate things. I think that's another kind of thing about, you know, getting back with someone. Like if you've been heartbroken by that person before and gotten through it and been able to live your life and be happy and succeed and date other people and yeah. move on, then you kind of as bad as it sounds, if that person tries to fuck you over again or if something happens and you have to break up with that person or whatever the, the situation is, you kind of have the, somewhere in the back of your mind, you have the knowledge yeah. that you've gotten through it once. You can do it again. You can do it again. Yeah. It's kind of in the back of your mind. You're always, not that you're always thinking, but, no, but you, you have know, it there. I don't need you. Yes. I just want you. Yes. Like I'm choosing this. Yeah. I don't need this. Yes. And you know? if you, if, if something happens and we're breaking up, I'll be fine. Yeah. And I think, you know, getting with someone whether it's getting back with someone or getting with someone in the first place if you are using them as a way to kind of complete you or to make you happy or to you know fill some kind of void that's not really like that's not what you want to be in a relationship for you want your relationship I always think of your relationship your your romantic relationship as the like the cherry on top of an already pretty awesome life yeah and so you know that's kind of the way I try to look at it and you know I'm sure my husband would be like, I think I'm a bit more significant than a cherry. We have a house and a dog. What's your problem? Um, you can so, be sprinkles as well. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. But like, in, in a sense, like, you know, I've already got a, a, a very full life. And then my marriage yeah. is like, is kind a of... A bonus. Totally. And it's like, yeah. yeah, it's the silver lining for sure. But like, um, I know that I'd be okay and my life would still be intact without that aspect yeah now I'd be homeless and my dog would have to you know have a shared <laughs> parenting pay my rent for <laughs> but you know my, yeah, my yeah. family my friends my job everything you know my social life would all still exist and so that's another thing to consider if getting yeah. back with someone is on the radar um so yeah let's talk about long distance yeah dating because actually um 
I was saying to Orla before we started recording, I I had a message from a guy into the Private Education Podcast Instagram, which is at Private Education Podcast for anyone who wants to go and support or um, like or whatever. Uh, I had a message in not so long ago, maybe a few weeks ago from a guy. And I, for whatever reason, I've been scrolling all morning, lads, and I can't find it. But the gist of it was, I remember the gist because it stuck out with me. It stuck out to me. Um, he and his girlfriend live in different countries. I can't remember where she lives, but that's neither here nor there. It's a long distance. And they won't be seeing each other for about five months or so. I think it's it's a significant enough mm-hmm. time frame. And essentially what his message said was, now he said it in a much nicer way than this, but essentially what he was asking was, he's dying for the ride. And he wants to know, he wanted to ask, would it be the worst thing in the world if he cheated on his girlfriend um, while he was in a different country from her? And he mentioned something as well about his friends saying that he should just pay for sex but he's yeah stop so his friends had kind of said well like just pay for it because that's not cheating and I was kind of like as I read this obviously I was I I was practically composing a dramatic letter to my husband to be (laughs) like please never pay for sex oh my god yeah his friends had said just pay for it and he in the message said you know I'm reluctant to pay for it I kind of think I should just have a one night stand can you imagine so talk to me about this message imagine if your boyfriend messaged you and just said come here I've been thinking would it be the worst thing in the world <laughs> if I was to write someone else yeah yeah, <laughs> it would. I, yeah, yeah. like would. I have to say okay so I was trying it'd be up there <laughs> definitely uh, be up there it'd probably be yeah like it'd be significantly bad but I think I, when I read the message first I was like okay think of this try and try and be unbiased try and be impartial try and look at it objectively I really struggled, I'll be honest. I really struggled to look at it. He's been watching too much Love Island. Like, you don't go up to someone and say, listen, I'm, I'm thinking of yeah. recoupling. Like, yeah, no, yeah. that's not what happens in the real world. over here while you're in a different country. Yeah. I mean, at least he had the maturity to contact and ask, you know, see. But, like, yeah. I think if you're, if you have to check with someone. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, like, like I mean... I, the thing that crossed my mind was, um, you know, a lot of people don't have sex for significant periods yeah. of time. And I, I, I wrote back very diplomatically. I wrote back and I was like, look, I um, thanks for getting in touch. And, you know, I, I. You know, I, I wanted to say I understand your predicament, but I don't like actually at all at all. Um, and I, I kind of said, we'll try and talk about it on the show. And, you know. So, I don't know. I just feel like I want to write back and say, "Have you ever heard of wanking?" Yeah, number one. Like maybe literally, just, go have a wank. Maybe just you know watch just some porn. Up. Have like regular wanks would be great because you know then you won't be. I don't like having to, to write back to someone. Well, my top tip is <laughs> regular wanking. <laughs> But that's what I, that was the, that was the first and only thing that really, like, the only piece of genuine advice that came to my mind. Like, what would you have said to that? Like, like if you're that desperate, well, I suppose, okay, I suppose this depends on where they're living, but like, if you're going to pay for sex, pay for the flight instead. Oh my God. Yeah, that's wisdom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're going to pay for it. No, I I don't know what the the ride for like 50 quid. Oh, right. Okay. You know. So, I, I mean, mean, I don't if know. If Ryanair go there, <laughs> Norwegian have some great yeah. prices. 50 euro to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I think like, I yeah, I completely agree. If it's if it's a short haul, then absolutely yeah. um, just pay for the flight and have sex with your girlfriend. Yeah. Who you're committed to. Literally, that to me is insanity. But yeah. I also think that, I don't know, maybe an age thing comes into it. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't ask his age. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I built an age profile on him, but I had him in my head as someone in his late 20s. Okay. Yeah. Like I didn't, this wasn't like, I don't think this was like a teenager. Yeah. In fact, they could have even been an older person. Like not older, I mean, as in um, older than late 20s, maybe early 30s. Yeah. Um, that to me is just bizarre. Yeah. It, it was really bizarre. I, I, I was very, I was confused. I was confused. Now, I have to say, like, so I did long distance with Jonathan for, let's say, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. But 
I was in a good position where I was working, well, I'm working for an airline. Okay. So I had staff tickets. And Okay, so you so had So it literally places. was a case of it was 50 euro return for me to go back and forth to Munich all the okay. time. Okay, yeah. So, you know, I think my situation was probably a lot a different to different. other yeah. people's. Yeah. And he would come home as well. But like, you know, he would come home out of choice. He didn't have to come home. Yeah. But he would come home every month. To see you. Yeah. To see me. Yeah. I'd like to think to see me. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was to see you. Yeah. yeah. Just trust. Um, so, I mean, it's all about choice. But then again, it's all about location. He was only in Munich. Yeah. If this person's in Canada or if this person's, you know, yeah, in the Middle East. In the mid- yeah. Like it is, yeah. If it's a long haul, then it's. But I, I, I mean, I still, yes, it's different in terms of distance. But I, st- I don't think it's different in terms of if you're with someone, you shouldn't want to have to. You shouldn't want you wouldn't to have want to sleep else. with anyone. Everybody else repulses me. This, is the, yeah, like <laughs> this is the street thing. like Minger. Do you do you think that that is is an indicator of something deeper going long going on in their relationship? Yeah. Because even the guilt that you would feel, yeah. surely you wouldn't want to stay with someone knowing that you've done that. Yeah. But I mean, maybe my moral compass is just... Yeah, yours is, <laughs> we have very finely tuned. Refined. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel the same way, though. I, I don't think I could... Um, I couldn't live with, with the guilt. I could. I just couldn't. And I... Yeah, like you said, I, I don't want to have sex with anyone else. And I think, you know, if a flight over to sea and have, you know, have a conjugal visit or whatever with your other half isn't on the table, then like... Yeah, the it, literally the only other advice I could think of is masturbate, yeah. like my man. You know, have a have some private wank. fun. Even <laughs> if you even if you want to like have a fancy one and use a condom, like do it, like jazz it up whatever way you can. Make it, you know, light some candles, yeah. have a bath, do you know? I don't know, and or even you know, uh, phone sex or you know, Skype. There's sex so or, many different options. There are. And also, I don't know why when you said that, like, pay for sex, I just assumed they were going to Amsterdam. (laughs) (laughs) Just in my mind, I was like, paying for a weekend away to Amsterdam (laughs) to get a girl. Yeah. 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 Um, Visit on Frank's house and then go up to the red light. But, like, (laughs) literally, if that's the case, literally either go pay to see them. Yeah. Or have a wank. Yeah. Or break up with them. There's three options. Or break up with them. There's actually three options. Because breaking up with them, I think. And I feel as though um, the girlfriend, whoever she may be, God bless her, actually. But whoever she may be, if she knew that he was considering that, I think she would be considering her options. Yeah. I think... Plot yeah. twist, she's off riding in Canada. Well, <laughs> I mean, fair play to her if she is because her boyfriend's almost paying for sex. Yeah. But like, yeah, like, and actually that, that raises an interesting point. I wonder if she absolutely gagging for it and how she's handling yeah. that because... I mean, as much as society will lead us to believe that men and women's sex drives are completely at the opposite ends of the spectrum, often they're not. They're not. And and it also actually makes me think, has he discussed it with her? Yeah, because, like he's discussed it with me and I don't know. Yeah, him, so. but like, isn't that a bit odd that you mm. would like, dis- like if you were to discuss it with your girlfriend and then still go for a second opinion? Mm. I don't think he's been talking to no, her. No, I feel like he hasn't. And I yeah. think step one... If you're in a long distance relationship, I, I don't know, what, did you find that communication was like, number one, like as in, yeah. keeping an open line of chat? Yeah, was... I mean, we spoke every single day, mm. like at least once a day. Yeah. Um, And it didn't matter, obviously, like I'd be on like shift work and stuff, it didn't matter. We always spoke to each you other managed. every day and yeah. we would text each other every day and, you know, but even now we like ring each other all the time mm. and text each other and all the time when you were when you were long distance was there ever any okay not not necessarily this lad's issue with with this kind of sex thing but was there ever any issues in terms of you know that not not trust but were you ever just like I don't know I guess unhappy because you weren't seeing him like was it hard like it was hard because I didn't know when he was coming home okay um so that was hard but like I was seeing him loads mm. really mm. like I was lucky I was yeah. seeing him at least once a month for a long distance obviously that's loads yeah 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 um it wasn't that hard because I knew he was so close that if I really needed to see him I could fly over for a night okay you know yeah so I kind of it it was okay yeah but I think the hardest part was knowing not knowing when he was going to come home and when we could actually properly start 
being a couple. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But um, it was actually kind of nice. Yeah. I kind of liked it. <laughs> because, you know, I was still able to go out and, you know, go to events and do things with the girls and have all these things. But I still had him and I talked to him all the time. Yeah. So I still was able to, like, do everything as if I was single just without being single do you know yeah. what I mean without paying for sex in other words yeah, yeah I saved so much money it was unbelievable <laughs> and um so yeah because like I, I just I, I I really did struggle uh to give advice to this guy and I don't want I don't want to come across as judgmental but I do think that if you're listening and that was you that sent in that message I think that to be honest, sex probably isn't your major issue here. I think if you are thinking of having sex with someone else while your girlfriend who you love is in another country, there's another issue at play. Yeah. I don't think it's just about that you are so horny. I feel like it was Tristan Thompson. <laughs> Tristan, <laughs> like, if this is you. <laughs> no, but like, oh my God, imagine I scrolled through and it was like Tristan T, <laughs> yeah. 2017. Oh, that was a plain like, tick. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he sent me a picture of his ex and she looks a lot like Chloe and Kardashian. <laughs> Uh, yeah so I, I just think if if you're listening like I don't want to sound judgy but I also don't I don't think you should have sex with someone else yeah I definitely don't think you should pay for it I certainly don't think you should have a one night stand and I do think you should bring it up with your girlfriend at the earliest opportunity that you're having these these yeah experiences that yeah you know and would you say from someone who's had a long distance relationship would you say that having a finite date on the long distance thing is important because yeah, I, it I is hear from people that it, that that not knowing thing is the worst part yeah I mean for us we were kind of like okay he was like you know in September I'll come home and then it was like September and it was like oh, December you know yeah you see it's hard as well when someone really loves being over there like if it was yeah. the, if it was the opposite way I would never want him to be begging me to come home mm-hmm. and he's just such a nice guy he would never have done that anyway but like I didn't want to be nagging him because he was happy as well and things were still working out and I trusted that no matter what it was going to work out between us yeah so I didn't I didn't really ever want to push when he was coming home so I suppose that's why I never really knew when he was you mm-hmm. know but I think having a date in mind is probably just to even keep you going. Yeah. It's just a little lamppost so that when you get there, you're like, okay, I can do another three months. Totally. It might not even be a real date, but if mm-hmm. it's just something that gets you. Yeah. Gets you through the, the line, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, like I, I, I don't, I don't remember actually from the message, but I can't remember if the guy told me if there was an end date in sight mm-hmm. or if it was just, I know he said there was a, a significant amount of time before he'd see her um, and before they'd be able to have sex. And I don't know, maybe, do you think there's something... In a, do you think it's it's a male thing because for me like like I said I don't think our sex drivers are, are that different but for me if I had to go for five months or whatever without having sex with my husband like that'd be fine I mean obviously yeah. by the time the five months were up I would be absolutely like his clothes would be off in the blink yeah. of an eye yeah but I think I'd be all right like and I also I don't think it would uh, lead me to consider uh, other people I yeah. think I'd you know I think I think men get off way too lightly with this whole sex drive thing because... I do too, yeah. Like in Love Island at the moment with Maura. Mm. Like, you know, women want sex too. Yeah. So that's a stupid fucking excuse for them. Yeah. To, now, the only reason I would think it's a man thing is because I think that women can be a bit more... They can have a bit more empathy. Mm. They're, they can be a bit more mature and they might have a bit more of a guilty conscience. Yeah. And I think I it's more think that side with women. Sex as much either. No, I don't think so. I mean, we we prioritize it, but we don't. It, it's it's certainly not number one, which it sounds like it is to this guy. Like he, yeah. I think he clearly really values the actual art of oh, like sticking it in someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, you, do you like art of, the art of the art of <laughs> sticking it? In, like, what is my problem, really? Like, I should have said the art of penetration. Um, but yeah, I think maybe he's placing too much value on the actual act. Yeah. Um, I, you know, because you know, there's there's so many other things that you can do to be to be sexual and to get off, and mm-hmm. that don't necessarily involve another person. So that's why, yeah. Oh, it's a minefield, and I really worry about him. Yeah, <laughs> he's on my mind. I think about him often. I, like, I do. <laughs> like I just, and I think about I I do. I really I think about his girlfriend, and I just feel. 
I feel bad that she doesn't know that this might be yeah. happening in her life. Like, because it's it's a catastrophic thing for her that she has no control over and she has no knowledge that that it might be happening. And By she the same no, that it hasn't happened yet, though. No, I don't think so. Now, he did message me weeks ago and, you know, so maybe it has in the meantime. Yeah. And if it has... Shame on you. Shame, shame, not to be judgmental, but, but shame, shame on, on you. you. It's true, though. Like, I, I mean, my personal opinion on this is yeah that yeah. is a shameful act John you're an absolute pig <laughs> I, I don't think his name is John no I don't think it is but, yeah. <laughs> but he, you're a pig uh, no I I just yeah like I for me as as a as as Ashling, I do think that like if that was me, if I was his girlfriend I would be bereft yeah. if that happened to me I really do and I don't think there's any excuse and I'd be a bit scarlet that he texts someone to ask yeah although I have to say, yeah, I'd be, I would be scared. I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, I'm not, yeah. this is not like. They've made a whole podcast like, yeah, like there's a whole episode of a podcast <laughs> floating around the internet about our relationship <laughs> yeah. and how you want to pay for sex. But yeah, I just, um, I, I do think about it and I think about her and I, I feel, I feel for her because I wouldn't want to be that girl. Yeah. Uh, nor would I want to be the girl who he is sleeping with in a one night stand to relieve himself no. like, can you imagine them they wouldn't last very long anyway no he would not that'd and be a quick few books and there'd be a that's the route he went to <laughs> yeah and I can imagine there'd probably be he's obviously not masturbating so there'd probably be a significant uh, you know expenditure <laughs> the way you really went for significant <laughs> I mean actually, I'm not a doctor I don't the know the eye emojis <laughs> My face did make a lot of emojis during this episode. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't think we've given him an answer. I I think we've given him our opinion. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've given him proper advice. But, um, yeah, I, I really don't know what to say to him. I just don't. Um, so thank you for helping me give that of mixed course. opinion. Anytime. Um, and thank you for chatting so openly about getting back tracks and about dating in the Middle East and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm sure this was so much crack I'm definitely having you on again in a few months time mm, I had so much fun yeah. this so is the, what podcasting is I'm, I, I I'm know, in I know it's, it's, we're really warm at the moment it's it's that crazy heat wave um, we're having so like I'm sweating I need a cold shower uh, pronto but yeah um, thank you so much for listening thanks for um, Orla thanks for coming on thank you so much Kathy, for thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening she's not just listening <laughs> She's in charge of that. She, like Cassie runs the show. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for. I meant as in thanks Anytime. for thanks for listening to me shite on for an hour. I do feel bad for Cassie sometimes. <laughs> um and yeah, thank you to everyone who comments and likes and shares. I really really appreciate it. Um and if you fancied going and actually yeah, if you iTunes, if you're listening on iTunes, get over and and write like one or two words of, of a review because that really helps. Like you know the chart thing. And then my ego, because I, I do do love a, a feature in the chart, you know, who doesn't? Anyway, thanks so much, guys. And until next week, uh, stay safe and have fun. And goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.